0: talked earlier about how uh, a couple of people who I uh, was very surprised said that they thought that the impeachment of Joe Biden was a good thing. Uh, one of them was Congressman Ken Buck. I apologize because in my two previous episodes, I referred to him as Joe Buck, and I apologize to Joe as well. Anyway... One of the other individuals was uh, probably the poster boy for rhinos. I mean, when you look up rhino in the political dictionary, this guy's face is front and center. And that would be Mitt Romney. And Mitt Romney said that the impeachment of Joe Biden was a good thing. When both of those individuals said this, uh, it it you know caused a little little flag to go up, caused me to notice, and and one of the things that caused me to notice a lot was the fact that Ken Buck, just like the previous Sunday, as I recall, on one of the one of the Sunday uh, news shows, had said that there's no evidence to support an impeachment. Of Joe Biden. And it just it didn't make any sense to me. And I said that there were certain things to look out for. And, and one of the things to look out for is if Democrats started to suggest that Joe Biden not run again. And if the mainstream, or I'm sorry, again, I call them the mainstream media, if the Marxist mainstream media, the leftist media, the worm-tongue media, uh, were to start suggesting that kind of thing, that would indicate that the establishment machine, the Washington, D.C. establishment machine, the deep state had decided that they don't want Joe Biden to run again because he's a liability politically to them. Of course, Joe Biden has been a liability, a liability politically for quite some time. Um, they only gave him the nod because they had absolutely nobody else to run against Trump. And so they had to throw all of their weight behind him. But he has been historically and... Uh, gosh, arguably is now still one of the dumbest people in Washington, D.C. Well, at least he used to be, but now you've got uh, uh, AOC in there, who is definitely, uh, I think, got the crown. And then that uh, moronic uh, Hulk from Pennsylvania, the senator from Pennsylvania, who is also uh, dumb as a bag of hammers, and to say that is actually an insult to a bag of hammers. At any rate, I digress. Um, Joe Biden has been a liability to the the, uh, deep state for for a while. So, still, he was the only one they had, and he's the only one that they've got now, and they have to go out of their way to try to make it... uh, to lie about his successes. He has not accomplished anything except record uh, inflation and, and uh, heading towards uh, massive unemployment and, a, and an enormous depression, I think, economically. Um, they actually had to redefine the term recession so that they didn't have to say that the United States is in a recession because of his economic policies. And the only times that they could cite uh, any uh, uh, great things that he had done in the economy is uh, after he did terrible things in the economy, but they got a little bit better. They said, oh, see, he's made the economy better. Mm, No. At any rate, I continue to digress. They didn't have anybody to run at the time. Now, however, they've got somebody waiting in the wings. Everybody knows who it is. It's Gavin Newsom of California. So, the word gets out that the deep state definitely does not want Joe Biden to run again, which is completely understandable. And I agree entirely with them. Um, And Obviously, Kamala Harris is not a, a viable option either. Nobody like, likes her. She didn't make it past the first debate. They only picked her because of the color of her skin and the fact that she's a female. That's the only reason that they picked her, to to try to pull in the, the black vote, that they are losing uh, more and more every day. Uh, but that's a different story. Um... So Mitt Romney is an indicator. The fact that he said, "Oh yeah, it's a good idea to impeach Joe Biden," uh, because Mitt Romney is is entirely controlled and and beholden uh, to uh, controlled by and beholden to the the uh, deep state. He's 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 a huge functional part of it. Well, then he announces. And that he's not running for re-election very shortly after he made the statement about the impeachment. And initially my thought was, well, that makes sense. It makes sense because of what happened to Liz Cheney. The political winds are definitely moving towards nationalism towards populism towards nationalism and not just here in the united states all over the world all over the world the 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 concept of of uh, a globalist um a globalist government is just falling to pieces so he's backing out because he is a globalist and He's part of the Washington establishment, and the Washington establishment is is losing all over the place. And and what happened to Liz Cheney is, is a huge indicator. And I've said for a very long time, I have said that people like Liz Cheney, people like Mitt Romney, people like uh, Ken Buck, these establishment rhinos, are going to be basically moved out of the party through the primary system they're they're going to be eliminated and and i further suggested that a lot of these guys were still young they're still capable of functioning politically if you will and politics is all they know i mean there's no difference between Mitt romney a career politician and uh joe biden also a career politician. There should not be any such thing as a career politician, especially in Washington, D.C. There wasn't supposed to be the, a career politician. Our, our founders did not envision that kind of thing. That kind of thing is dangerous because ultimately what they will do and what they have done is use their power as legislatures to gather unto themselves more power and money, which is what they do. You look at these people who have been in Congress for their entire careers, 30 years, 50 years in politics, and they're multimillionaires with multiple houses, multiple mansions. And and how do they do that on the salaries that they get? Each one of them is theoretically only making like a hundred and fifty to hundred and eighty thousand dollars a year, and they're multiple millionaires. No, that doesn't make any sense. So there weren't supposed to be these kind of people, and that that's why there's no difference, in my opinion, between a Mitt Romney and a Joe Biden, or 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 any of these long-term politicians. doesn't matter what side they're on, Democrat or Republican. They're all screwing us over. They're all screwing we the people over. This is not about Democrat versus Republican or right against left. This is about we the people against a permanent political class. This permanent political class who feels that they are our betters, they feel that they are our superiors, they feel that they are meant to rule over us, that that they are the royalty, the elite, and that we are their serfs, that we exist to provide them with money and power. We are their slaves. And that is what the United States has actually turned into. It's because of guys like Mitt Romney. It's because of people uh, like Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden. And here in Texas, John Cornyn and John Thune and Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. It's because of those people. Notice... Across the, it doesn't matter, Democrat or Republican, they, this, it's, it's an illusion. The entire thing about Democrat versus Republican is an illusion. Just the same way that a rivalry between uh, one NFL team and another NFL team is an illusion created for the fans. Because when it comes right down to it, the players on both teams get paid by the NFL, And it's the same thing in Washington, D.C. The politicians on both sides get paid, get really paid, by the same donors, by these huge uh, corporations. And, And both sides are getting paid by the same people. So that's who they're playing for that's who they represent they don't represent we the people anymore they represent these massive mega corporations these huge monopolies so mitt romney comes along this scumbag establishment and he says he's not going to run again for senate and again initially i thought well that's because of what happened to uh Uh, what happened to uh, uh, Liz Cheney. I mean, she got crushed. And very likely, Mitt Romney's going to get crushed because you don't find very many states that are redder than Utah, that are more conservative than Utah. It would be very easy for Mitt Romney to be unseated in the primaries. So he knew that stepping down was a good thing, but he said something. He said something in his speech that stuck out to me. It could mean nothing, but it could be something. And I got this from an article. Excuse me. Got this from an article on Breitbart, titled, Mitt Romney declines to run for re-election. And I read through the article, and something just popped right out at me. This particular statement, made by Mitt Romney, right here. We face critical challenges mounting national debt, climate change, and the ambitious authoritarians of Russia and China. Neither President Biden nor former President Bush are leading their party to confront them. On the deficits and debt, both men refuse to address entitlements even though they represent two-thirds of federal spending." Donald Trump calls global warming a hoax and President Biden offers feel-good solutions that will make no difference to the global climate. On China President Biden underinvests in the military and President Trump underinvests in our alliances. Political motivations too often impede the solutions that these challenges demand. The next generation of leaders must take America to the next stage of global leadership. That, ladies and gentlemen, does not sound like somebody who is retiring. That sounds to me like somebody who thinks he's going to run for president. He didn't talk in generalities about both parties he specifically indicated both presidential candidates that is what stuck out to me that is what stuck out to me and then i found this little gem right here It's an opinion piece. I was just kind of wandering around the internet. And this opinion piece says, Mitt Romney's momentum to start a new political party is now. Now, this is an old piece. This is an old piece. It was uh, January 29th of 2021. But still very interesting. And this part stuck out to me right here. Prescriptively speaking, the best way to take power away from the tyranny of Republican primary voters, and right there, shows the elitist view of the person who is writing this, and the elitist view that that is pervasive in Washington, D.C., right there it tells you that they have absolutely no interest in the will of we the people that they know better and how we should be governed Uh, Prescriptively speaking, the best way to take power away from the tyranny of Republican primary voters and give it back to the silent majority of American voters, which the the silent majority that's in their head does not exist, is the creation of a new center-right political party. A center-right party in America would be fiscally conservative, socially moderate, and support the rule of law, and democratic norms. Mitt Romney can help establish it. To be successful, a center-right party will need critical mass, momentum, and leadership. Mitt Romney could provide the leadership and help recruit those needed for critical mass, like Rhinos, Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins the new party, would need support at every level, and I would add in there Liz Cheney, at every level of government, as well as momentum and electoral victories in 2022. Three-way races would turn the, major- uh, the majority of districts into swing districts, as Senator Murkowski's 2020 reelection, or I'm sorry, 2010 re-election campaign already proved Third-party candidates can be victorious in a three-way race. A center-right party would likely be successful in gubernatorial races in New England, Senate races in Western states, and the Sun Belt and House races in the suburbs across America. All right, let's break this down real quick here. First of all... they don't have that kind of power and no third parties would not do any of the things that they are suggesting, but it shows you the areas where they feel comfortable. They feel comfortable in New England. They feel comfortable on the left coast and in the Sun Belt, Arizona, New Mexico, that, that area. They feel comfortable there. Well, yeah, they feel comfortable there, because those are liberal areas. Or, well, they were. They're not so much anymore. But, uh, and in the suburbs, too, and, and this whole concept of, of uh, uh, socially moderate, what that means exactly, what that means is supports abortion. That's what that means. There's, there's no other social, uh, there's no other social cause for the left than abortion okay and i'm sorry if you support abortion flat out period you're not conservative you're not and they're not even fiscally conservative quite frankly um they they're they're uh they're war hawks so just because see the difference between the two uh, parties, if there is a difference when it comes to fiscally, is that the left um, the left launders their money through social activist networks, and the right launders their money through the military industrial complex. and the left has realized that the military industrial complex, Uh, does a better job and so they're moving their interests there they're keeping their interests in the the uh, but uh, well another thing too is that these social activist networks are slowly dwindling away because there's no need for them but the military industrial complex is quite strong and quite powerful so they're moving their money in that direction so now, uh, and this this is part of the reason why the the Uniparty has has started to coalesce because their interests are coalescing. And I have said multiple times in the past that what is going to happen is because of Trump and Trump representing we the people, populism, nationalism, the fact that we the people are supposed to run this country, we are supposed to rule this country we are the the ones who are supposed to dictate to the people in washington dc what they are to do they work for us not the other way around that has created a situation and it was it was going to happen whether it be trump or somebody else it would have been somebody else if it wasn't trump eventually somebody was going to pop up and and point out that Washington, D.C. no longer represents the people, but instead is stealing money from us, enriching themselves from us, and making us, basically creating neo-feudalism. And somebody was going to do that. And now that that has happened it has caused a, the, the MAGA movement to take over the Republican Party. And people like uh, uh, Mitt Romney, people like uh, Liz Cheney are being forced out. But they still want to be active. And so I said that there was going to be some kind of situation where uh, whatever moderate Democrats are left over despite the fact that the vast majority of them are aging out, uh, are going to join with the rhinos who are being forced out. And that one of two things was going to happen. Well, that they were going to create a coalesced party that was going to represent the establishment, the ruling class. And it was going to be either a new third party or... or it was going to be like the New Democrat Party, something along those lines. And that the the extreme leftists like AOC and the Squad and stuff like that were going to be marginalized. And that perhaps even they're the ones that are going to form their own third party or join the Green Party or something like that. But these so-called moderates are nothing more than liberals, than leftists that are, again, out for their own interests, out to reverse the Constitution of the United States so that it is the government that rules over the people and not the other way around. Their interests have always been represented in the United States. Throughout the United States history, there have been loyalists to the crown. And they they were the 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 Democrats way back in the old days that controlled the South and they had their they had their situation where they they had created the gentry in the south and then you had uh, uh, farmers who worked on the land owned by the gentries and they recreated the feudal system and then of course you had the slaves and that was finally done away with once and for all, thank God. But they, they still tried to control the South, and they used the Jim Crow laws and, and, and the, the, their paramilitary organization, the KKK, to try to maintain a hold over what they had lost during the Civil War. And then eventually that got taken away from them. And so they, detri- they, they decided instead of having a physical plantation, they were going to have a plantation of the mind. And so they created uh, and expanded on welfare uh, to, to, get, uh, to keep people on their plantations. And not just blacks, whites too. As a matter of fact, the vast majority of people on welfare are white people. The vast majority of poor people in the United States are white people, in the Appalachian areas and so forth especially. And they're kept there because they are given just a meager, just enough to survive, give them just enough to live, and they'll keep voting for you because you're the one that is giving them money. And the entire time you're blaming somebody else for for the situation that they're in. where The real reason that they're in that situation is because you have convinced them that they are victims and that they can never go anywhere and never succeed on their own, but must rely on you. That's how they did it. They just created a plantation of the mind and it worked exceptionally well. But even that now is starting to be taken away from them. Because people are starting to realize, I've been voting Democrat for the last 60 years or however long, and they haven't done anything for me. And now we're seeing situations such that black people are starting to, especially because of what happened in in the recent indictments in Georgia. The black people are starting to see that Trump is getting screwed over by the law, by the man And it doesn't matter that it's a black face who's doing it. The people behind it are the man. It's white liberals who are behind it. White Democrats, white establishments who are behind it. And black people are starting to figure it out. And so they're starting to support Trump. They're starting to slowly slip over and not support Trump. It ain't about Trump. It's about them versus us. It's about the establishment versus the people. It's about an out-of-control, illegal, unconstitutional government against we the people. Once again, the United States is in a fight for its life. I don't know how it's going to turn out. I'm starting to get back to the point where it could go either way. I think that they are much more in danger, and they're scared. I think they're really scared, and they're really desperate. But we'll see. We'll see how it works out. At any rate, if you like what you heard, please hit the like and subscribe button down below, and I uh, uh, will—hit me up in the comments, too, if you uh, agree with me, if you disagree with me. Um, If you disagree with me, tell me why. Don't just give me this garbage about oh, oh you're a dummy and you don't you're just because I'm not going to pay attention to that. It doesn't hurt my feelings. It it doesn't it doesn't really bother me. I just glance over those because it's it's stupid, meaningless. You're you're not thinking. You're not using your brain. You're just calling names, and uh, I'm not in junior high anymore. So. I don't care. If you disagree with me, tell me why. Tell me where I'm wrong. Okay? Don't just, you know, come out, oh, you should Google stuff. No, I don't Google stuff because, you know, I'm not an idiot. I do my own research and I'm capable of my own independent thought. Thank you very much. At any rate, you can reach me on social media uh, at Doc Bryant Actual on Twitter. Um, or at Doc Bryant on Gab Getter Minds and Truth Social, although I really don't do social media that much anymore. Um, you can also uh, reach me at my uh, email address, Doc Bryant Show, all one word, Doc Bryant Show at zohomail.com, Z O H O Mail.com. Thank you very much for listening, folks, and I will talk to you all later. And while we're talking about abuses of the federal government, or the government in general, and our Second Amendment rights, those of you who may or may not know, a friend of the Tuttle Twins, the Tuttle Twins are a uh, pair of twins who are conservative commentators, um, a friend of theirs who happened to be in... The United States during January 6th and uh, is an outspoken opponent of Joe Biden and an outspoken critic of the 2020 election, which was indeed stolen, Uh, was arrested by the FBI on uh, trumped up BS charges, January 6th related charges. Because, again, he happened to be in Washington, D.C., I guess, at the time of January 6th. And if you are a conservative, an outspoken conservative, and you happen to be in Washington, D.C. at the time of January 6th, then it is very likely, if you have become enough of a thorn in the side of the regime, you will be arrested. They will trump up BS charges against you, and they will arrest you, and they will throw you in prison under the Patriot Act, So that they can keep you there without your rights forever, if they so deem, for as long as they will be in power to show everybody else that they can and that this is what happens to opponents of the regime. But I digress. At any rate, one of the things that occurred was that his gun safe company gave without a warrant... Without a subpoena, they gave the combination to his gun safe to the FBI so that the FBI could not only arrest him illegally, but they could also take away his Second Amendment rights illegally by depriving him of his guns. The name of the gun company is Liberty this is the ironic name of the company was Liberty Gun Safes. Well, I want to do a quick hat tip to Langley Outdoors. Uh, If you are a Second Amendment type person, I would suggest you check them out on YouTube. I don't know if he is anywhere else uh, because I like to stick to Rumble and BitChute and Odyssey for my content. But he is definitely on YouTube. It's Langley Outdoors. And he put together a piece that I listened to yesterday. I don't know when it actually came out, but it must have been fairly recently. I listened to it yesterday, and he found out something very interesting. He found out that um Liberty Gun Saves historically or at least recently have been making a lot of donations to Democrats. It was very odd. Normally, pro-Second Amendment organizations don't do that. You don't give money to somebody who opposes your industry. So that was kind of weird. And then it comes out that there's a a particular group, a, a gun safety group, made up of certain legislators. And they have come out, with a plan for a bill that will federally mandate that all gun owners lock up their firearms or have their firearms in their homes locked up. And of course they're 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 using various tragedies that have occurred one specifically where a kid was accidentally shot in his home with a gun that wasn't locked up well obviously the gun wasn't locked up because a kid was shot with it but that's not the point the point and they've tried this before actually where okay you can own guns but you have to keep them locked up why is it folks that democrats are opposed with establishment i'm not even going to say democrats anymore why is it that these deep state establishment types are opposed to we, the people, being able to defend ourselves. It doesn't matter under, under what circumstances, even if we're not talking about guns, they don't want you to be able to defend yourself. Look at these blue cities. You don't have the right to defend yourself. If somebody breaks into your house in some of these blue cities... And Blue states, you don't have the right to defend yourself. You have to flee your own home. Why are they against you defending yourself? Well, I'll tell you why they're against you being able to defend yourself. It's because if you look at any Marxist revolution that has ever occurred throughout all of history, and I would imagine you go beyond marxism to to other other uh, forms of tyrannical governments in order to keep control over the people the grassroots people these governments have used street criminals they use the street criminals to rule the streets And then they control the street criminal. You see, see all of these things, Marxist governments, communist governments, they're nothing more than criminal organizations. They're mafia-style organizations, top-down mafia-style organizations. And they're criminal organizations just based upon the fact that they are foundationally about removing fundamental god-given rights from the people and enslaving the people that makes them criminal by definition and so they don't want you to be able to defend yourselves against them whether they're street criminals or whether they're at the very top of the organization they want you disarmed entirely and so here this group of legislators who have named themselves the Responsible Gun Safety People of America, or something along those lines, some, some gentle, kind euphemism to show you how magnanimous and wonderful and altruistic they are in their intentions, is coming out with a bill, that federally mandates that every person who owns a gun in the United States must keep those guns locked up in a gun safe. Hmm. What's really interesting is the members of that particular organization are. All members that received donations from the Liberty Safe Company. It kind of makes one recall a situation where members of the United States government created an emergency then created mandates for the use of a particular product. Actually, I guess, yeah, to a certain extent they did. And state governments did too. Created a mandate for the use of a particular product that theoretically responded to that emergency. And those governments gave immunity from legal repercussions to the companies that made that particular product. And then the government took billions of our money and bought a bunch of that particular product so that it could be free to everybody in the United States. For those of you who missed what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the COVID scandemic and the billions of dollars given in billions of taxpayer dollars. We didn't have any say about this. This was money that was taken from us and given to them by the government, illegally. Massive transfer of wealth from us to them. And, of course, those companies that made the vaccine gave very generously to those congressmen senators governors presidents maybe and 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 maybe maybe just maybe before this happened all of those members of congress and 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 various politicians might have invested a certain amount of money in those pharmaceutical companies that were going to create this particular vaccine and ended up making millions and millions of dollars on those investments. Hmm. Crony capitalism, folks. Once again, I ask the question, if these members these politicians already have access to as much of our money as they want because they can raise our taxes as high as they want. And now, without even raising our taxes, they can raise inflation as much as they want and get even more of our money. Uh, If they already have access to all of our money... And they're getting money from these massive corporations. Who do they represent? What is their motivation to represent we the people? Because the only thing that we have on them anymore is we get to vote every two years. And like I said in the previous segment, if they're the ones that count the votes... Who's to say our votes count for anything? Just saying, folks, if you're still buying into this scam, then it's only because of pride, because it definitely ain't because you're thinking. If you like what you heard, hit the like and subscribe button down below. You can catch my videos on Odyssey, and Rumble.com. You can also catch my podcast anywhere you can get podcasts. Oh, and TikTok. I'm on TikTok. If you want to reach me, best place to hit me up in the comments. If you want to speak to me even longer, then I'm on uh, Twitter at Doc Bryant Actual Gab Minds and Truth Social at Doc And my email address is Doc Show, all one word at zoho mail dot com z o h o mail dot Come, Thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all later.